you really just have to believe in yourself and you have to make sacrifices. I didn't shop for like the longest time. I didn't do my nails. You know, I I was blonde before. I dyed my hair black so I didn't have to maintain the blonde. I even sacrificed my health. Like I was eating McDonald's from the dollar menu. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's so much worth it because when you come out of that, when you jump out of that, girl, you are going to feel like a boss. Hey guys, welcome to Power with G. I'm your host, Gretchel, and in this season, I'm going to be sharing with you a few stories of how I struggled with debt and managing my finances overall. You will hear about how I overcame these struggles and I'll be giving you tips on how you can too. You know, with firsthand experience into this subject, my mission is to share with you my experiences and others as well to give you the knowledge and the resources to help you move forward. Last week's episode, I talked about baby step number one from the Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University course. And if you haven't listened to it and you're still in this step of your journey, please, please, please go check it out before listening to this episode. In that episode, I share my story on how I saved for my emergency fund. And I also give a few tips on how you can save your first $1,000. If you already have $1,000 or more saved up for emergency funds, then fucking kudos to you. You're doing amazing and you should be so proud of yourself because really not many people have this amount in their savings. Listen, if you haven't rewarded yourself, go do so right now. Because if you've never saved a thousand dollars in your life, I mean, this is a really huge milestone. Like I know that in the beginning, it's difficult to save, especially when you're not used to saving. So the fact that you were able to do it, it really goes a long way. And this is just the beginning of your journey. Like it's going to get easier and easier. So I really think you should reward yourself. Doesn't have to be like a huge thing, you know, even just like maybe getting a massage or whatever it is that will help you to feel good about what you just did, because really it's, it's truly amazing. So now that you've completed this first step in your journey, that means that you're ready for baby step number two, and that's tackling debt. And I know just hearing that word, it's like, it, it, it sounds a bit overwhelming, um, especially if you feel like you can never get rid of your debt. But I have some good news for you because in this episode, we will talk about the strategy used in the Financial Peace University course so you can finally get rid of your debt. And I'll share my story with you guys of how I became debt-free. So like I mentioned, this is about tackling your debt, which means there's going to be some sacrifice. 
It's not going to be easy. Yes, I'm talking to all you ladies who love to spend money on makeup, beauty, and all these unnecessary things because that's what they are. They are not necessary for you to live, for you to be able to have a shelter, food on the table, you know, water, like the necessities. So everything that's unnecessary, we are going to have to sacrifice. Doesn't have to be all, but at least a little bit. And and really it depends on you. How fast do you want to get rid of your debt? How fast do you want to go after your dreams? How bad do you really want it? Like you need to ask yourself that. How bad do you really want it? If you don't want it that bad and you don't want to sacrifice a lot of things, then you're going to have to understand that it might take a little bit longer to to get rid of the debt. Now, to begin on tackling this debt, first and foremost, you need to start looking at your finances. So you need to see where you are with your income. How much income are you getting every month? Where are you spending your money? Are you investing your money? Are you spending it? Is all your money going into your necessities or is all of your money going into debt? You have to start taking a look at this so you can get an overall picture and then you could start making your moves. So I would recommend to budget. That's what I did. I first set a budget and I wrote down exactly where I want it my money to go. If budget is a little bit too much for you, it's a little bit too overwhelming for you, it's okay. It's understandable. I mean, it it wasn't easy for me in the beginning and it was annoying as shit. If you don't want to do the budget, there's something else that you can do. What I like to do is I like to grab my transactions. So download last month's transaction and then you put it in an Excel and then you categorize each transaction. There's really a fast way to do it. I'm not going to go into details, but if you go on YouTube and you know what, I will, I will put, I will post a link in the show notes on how you can easily categorize your expenses and make it into a graph chart and then see exactly how much you're spending on each category. Once you look at that, you can see where your money is going. You know, you can take a look and see what you can cut back on to have that extra money coming in that you can use for your debt, because that's what we're doing here too. We're trying to find money to really go hard on this debt, to really tackle it. This can include the amount that you were actually using to save for the emergency fund. So if you were setting aside $100 a month for your emergency fund, don't stop there. Keep using that money, but now use it towards your debt. Now, um, another thing that you should do before we get started with the good stuff, you should write down all of the creditors that you owe with the balances and any kind of monthly payments that you're already making towards that debt. Now, this could be credit card, it could be car loans, cash loans, student loans, collections, and it doesn't necessarily have to show on your credit history. It could even be debt that you owe your family or friends. It doesn't necessarily have to be an official bank or or an official company, right? Once you jot all of that down, you're going to 
write the debt in order, starting with the lowest amount that you owe and you write it down towards the highest balance. Let's go ahead and jump into an example so you can understand how the strategy is going to work. In the course, it's called the debt snowball. The idea is to start tackling your lowest balance. Everybody's different, right? Everybody has different goals. Everybody has different dreams. So this doesn't necessarily apply to everybody. But let's just take this example that I made up. Let's say that you owe a family member $150. So $150. And then your next debt is credit card number one and you owe $300. You're making a monthly payment on this for $25. Then you have credit card number two. You owe $500 and you're making a monthly payment of $25. Then you have a private loan debt of $1,000 and you're paying $100 a month for this. Then you have an auto loan, a car loan of $30,000. You're paying $400 for this. We're going to start off with family debt. Even though you're not making a monthly payment on it, the goal is to start with the lowest debt. Now, you're not going to stop paying all the other debts. You're going to continue paying that. The idea of doing your financials before was to see where you can grab money so you can start tackling the first debt. So let's just say that after doing your budget, going through your transactions, you decide, okay, I can sacrifice my nails and pedicure and I can do it at my house. You decided maybe you're not going to do your eyelashes because we all know that's not cheap either. And let's just say that after looking at your financials and saying, hey, you know what? I can get an extra $20 a week. That'll be $80 a month. And it's not hard. If you don't already have a part-time, you can get a part-time. You can start a side hustle too. But let's just say you're setting aside $20 a week. And this is not even including what you were saving for the emergency fund. If you were saving for that, that's even better. You don't have to sacrifice everything else or you can use that money and you can sacrifice a few other things so you can get rid of this debt as fast as you can. Now, we got $20 a week, $80 a month. We're going to start by paying the family debt, which is $150. By month two, you're going to be paying this debt off and you're going to have a little bit extra. You're going to have about $10 extra. If you want to reward yourself, go ahead. If you don't, that is completely fine. You can use those $10 towards your other debt. Keep in mind, you're still paying off the other debt, right? The idea is to fully pay off your debt without having to use more. If you're in a situation where you need money, don't use your credit card. Grab from your emergency fund because the point of this step is to really, really get rid of this debt and not increase the balances. By month two, your balances have decreased. You've paid off your first debt. By month three, you're going to use those $80 that you were putting towards that family debt. You're going to put it towards your next debt, which is credit card number one. At this point, you owe 
$250 on that credit card. Now with the 80 plus the 25 that you're using to pay off that debt, you're going to be paying $105 to, towards that credit card. So don't pay the minimum, pay more. That is the trick to pay more. You're going to keep doing this every single month. Every time that you pay off your debt, you're going to use the entire amount that you were using to pay off that debt. You're going to put it into your next debt. If you do this every single month without using any of the money, without using your credit card, without using that extra cash, then by month nine, you would have paid all of your debt except the car loan. So by month nine, you're going to have an extra $160. And girl, you better reward yourself. Yes, give yourself permission to reward yourself. Actually, make it a goal. You can calculate and project by which month you're going to pay off all of your debt and reward yourself. Tell yourself, okay, if I do this, I am going to get a massage, get a facial, or buy yourself something nice. I mean, whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you want to work for that, do it because you deserve it. After nine months of hard work, you deserve a little reward. Now, you're still going to be in debt with the car. You're going to be about 20 4,000 in debt, something like that. Can't really do the math in my head right now. But regardless, it's still a lot of money and it's still going to take years before you pay that off if you're only paying off an extra $160 a month. It's okay. If you want to commit to pay off your car, then by all means, do it. You know, do whatever works for you. But if you have other plans, if you have other goals, other dreams, then that might not work for you. The $160 might be more useful doing something else. Maybe you want to start a business in the near future and you need that extra $160 to, to save up so you can start a business. I mean, it, it really all depends on what your goals are. My goal when I started this journey was to pay off all of my debt. So before I started the journey, I quit my job. I started a business without having any money saved up. And I thought that I was going to make money right away, but I did not. My business wasn't producing enough and I couldn't pay my bills. So my car, because I had a loan, my monthly payment, I think was like $300. I started being late on payments. And then I started owing two months, then three months to the point where I think I owed like eight months of the car. And my, my car got my car got, my car actually got, uh, repoed once I woke up and my car wasn't even there and I had no idea that they repoed. I, I didn't know that they did that. Like I thought because I was moving around, I didn't, I didn't know that they had my address. So 
I don't know how they found my address, but they found it and they took my car. I I did have a little bit of money saved. And so I used that money to get my car. And then months later, I'm behind again. So I was like, you know what? Like I need to do something. I need this is when I started the journey. I was like, okay, like I need to save a thousand dollars. I need to pay off my debt. I need to get a job. Like I can no longer do this right now. Like it's so stressful trying to pay the bills and, and when I'm actually behind on bills. So I got a job at a call center They paid hourly plus commission. And even though they didn't pay that much, I was still able to save a thousand dollars. And then my focus was to tackle my debt. Now I wanted to get rid of my car. So I had a couple of options. Option number one was to sell my loan, give my loan to somebody else. Option number two was to pay the car in full. So pay my loan and then sell the car. And then option number three was just to turn my car in, just, you know, give it, give it to the bank. At the time, I didn't want to go through the headache of finding somebody. I owed a lot in the car and it wasn't even worth it. I think the car was like $17,000 and it was worth 9,000. I decided to turn the car in and I still had that debt. That's the bad thing about turning the car into the bank. Eventually you still have to pay it off. So regardless, like I should have just, I should have done something else. But at the time that was the easiest option for me. I bought another car, a cheaper car from a family. It was a thousand dollars. And I said, you know what? Let me focus on the smaller debt And that's exactly what I did. I then started getting better income. I quit the call center. I started focusing on increasing my income to the point where I was able to pay off my entire debt, including the car loan. Now, the car loan I settled, I saved a couple of thousand dollars to pay off that Nissan Versa, which I never got. I I never owned, but I still paid it. And really like... While I was doing that journey, just things started getting better and better. And, you know, and and the moment that I got out of debt, it just felt so amazing. Like you feel so free and just you feel like you can fly and you can do whatever you want. You really just have to believe in yourself and you have to make sacrifices. I didn't shop for like the longest time I didn't do my nails you know I I was blonde before I dyed my hair black so I didn't have to maintain the blonde I even sacrificed my health like I was eating McDonald's from the dollar menu (laughs) but at the end of the day it's so much worth it because when you come out of that when you jump out of that girl you are going to feel like a boss you are going to feel amazing and I know you can do it if I did it you can too you just have to do it thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode 
I hope that any of the information that I gave brought some value to you in some way or form. And I would love to know your thoughts and just get your feedback on how you're liking this season so far, uh, things that resonated with you, or you know what you're doing to improve your finances. So please head over to iTunes, leave a review, leave a feedback, or just head to my Insta or Twitter. My handle is at PowerWithG, and just feel free to DM me, comment, really anything. I would love to get to know your thoughts and really to meet you. So please, please, please feel free to message me in some way and stay tuned for next week's episode.